Welcome to another edition of Keeping It Real, A Purpose Driven Life with Laura and Lynn. Today's episode is going to be on everything you need to know before you start your business. Starting with, what exactly business would you like to go into? What is your passion? What would you like to spend the rest of your life doing? What would be easy for you? What would excite you to wake up tomorrow morning and go, yes, I'm in that business. What would it be? So starting with money, need money. Most things, most important to think about. <laughs> most important to think about is how much money that do you have to start your business? And the second thing to start is what is your passion going to be? Now, when you put those two things together, you're going to start with, okay, what would I like to do with the rest of my life? And write it down. What do you vision your business being? Online, offline, retail, uh, selling something, coaching? What is it? What would you like? What would you like your business to be? That's what you need to nail down. And then there's other things. What would you think, Laura? Well, I definitely want to talk to the part around passion and the reason why that is so important to really feel connected to what you're starting your business on is so that you are able to put in the hours and the hard work that it takes. So even when you say, you know, do something that's easy, yes, it might be a natural talent of yours, something that you feel that you're naturally able to um, share expertise and resources, et cetera. But, but you're going to be having to really focus on this business for quite a while. And uh, I think it's most valuable and easier to do, most sustainable uh, when you have that passion. It's something that when I was working with doctoral students, I would, I'm comparing it to that analogy of when they picked a dissertation topic they were going to be sick of that topic by the time they were done with their research. Well, with a business, you don't even have that. You, you can't be sick of it by the time you're done planning how you're going to launch or getting it off the ground. Because as you mentioned, you know, this is going to be your livelihood, um, hopefully, for the rest of your career. And so the the most successful businesses I have seen are the ones that where the owner and the partners have that internal drive. And so that's another important part of starting that business is, you know, who are you partnering with? Is this a solo business or is this something where you have partners where you see eye to eye? Are they like-minded? Uh, kind of similar to us, you know, we're, we're doing this together in terms of um, launching our own uh, coaching business uh, together because we knew we had similar values, we had similar interests. And we're both very passionate about supporting others starting their businesses. Oh, uh, not only that, we have uh, likenesses and then we have differences because yes. you want things to be um, that you do together, but then you also want things to be that you do are different because otherwise you have that yin and that yang. So that's important on figuring out exactly uh, who do you want in your business? Because if you have somebody that's in your business that's totally like you, then you just have like a one-dimensional business. Whereas with us, since we have likenesses and differences, we have a bit a bit of a balance and that's what makes us more balanced. So yes, I agree with you on that one too. Yeah, you definitely need a partner who can um, 
who's willing to do the things that you may not want to do um, or that you come to agreement uh, on who will do those because, you know, that's where the differences uh, come in handy. So if you're, if you're a detail oriented person, then, you know, definitely handle the details, but you want to work with somebody who's very conceptual, someone who thinks big picture. And so the, also, once again, the most successful businesses that I've uh, worked with have been the businesses where they have, you know, as you mentioned, um, they complement each other because of their differences. Right. Yeah. You definitely want to complement each other for the businesses and that because if you're going to be spending all that time together, you really want to complement each other. You really want to like each other. I mean, that's number number one is you you definitely want to like each other. And you have to take that into consideration with all the hours that you're going to actually be speaking with somebody um, is that, uh, yeah, am I going to, um, my phone is ringing. <laughs> all right, we'll pause for a second. Okay. And I think the other thing too is just the, the fact about um, what is your talent? What is it that you've uh, wanted to start? And going off of that talent and, and developing that talent. I mean, so of all the things that we've seen on reality TV, and I mean, it's a perfect example, uh, because if you look on reality TV, you see so many people that have talent that uh, they're actually starting to use it. And then many of them just really, they're actually scared to use it. Or when they start using it, they don't believe that they can, that they can make it. They don't believe, I mean, it's a, I think uh, one of the things that I say constantly when I'm watching those shows is, is the number one thing is that what comes up is that people don't have belief and then that they can pull it off. And so um, the object of that, and that's one of the reasons why we started the podcast, um, the, we're together, the, what the business is about, the business is about really being able to say, this is what I want to do. I want to start a business and I want a business that supports me because the idea isn't just to start a business. You actually want to start a business that will financially support you and a business that will support you as a human being, meaning that there's something that I want to do that I have a passion about, that I have a talent for, that I want to go with. And that being able to develop that talent is not as simple as it always looks, and that's where we come in. We come in about being able to develop your talent, to take your talent as far as you want to go so that it's not doesn't just sit on the on the shelf like so many people. So many people are so talented and yet they're not able to know how to develop their talent. So I even say identifying talents and identifying how you can authentically be yourself. So, you know, what is it that you want to do every day? And if you haven't believed it's possible, well, let's talk through a plan. Let's see if it is possible uh, because that's the advantage of a community like ours. That's the networking where you're meeting other people and you're you know, able to have partners in what you're wanting to um, dream and accomplish. So important it is it cannot be stressed enough about having a community around you of like-minded people that believe in what your vision is. Because at the end of the day, 
sometimes we're around people who don't actually believe in our vision and that's not really helpful to you. You really want to be surrounded by people that will do nothing but support you and your vision on what it is that you want to create in your business. Because I also think people um, in, you know, you might be like-minded, but making sure you take the time to have those hard conversations, uh, making sure that your goals align, um, you know, how quickly are you needing the business to make a profit? You know, what you you had mentioned financials, how, um, how lucrative, you know, is uh, a person able to, you know, in terms of assets and contributions. And I think that's, that's really hard in a partner driven business. Now, when it's your own uh, and you're solo, a contributor, then you can continue working your job and uh, perhaps, you know, do this in addition to your day job um, or a night job, depending on when you work. And so I think that's important to figure out as well, because, um, you know, if you're on different timelines or you have different priorities, that can also create some angst. It can create more stress. And, uh, you know, I know in a situation that I was in with starting a business, um, we had enough financial uh, investment to cover paying our employees, but it meant that we were going without our own salaries for a month or two. And that was a big commitment. That was something that was a little scary. And we had to each be in agreement that we could afford to do that. And not anybody, not everyone can. And so I think it's really important that you map out, you know, what you need and what feels comfortable to you. Yeah, a month or two. I mean, sometimes it can get to, you know, a year. And I mean, that's one of the things you want to do is you want to make sure that you uh, keep your job long enough to make sure that you can um, make make it make a go of it actually um and at the same time though you got to be um kind of committed to make it go to to the max um i think when you uh, think about business one of the things that the people in business have is they have this drive that it's something that they just have to do and you have to find yourself in that same position where if I'm going to start something, then I've got to make sure that it's going to be successful and um, and have that same drive of making it um, successful as much as you can. Um, I had a partner and one of the things that his request was, is that you did everything. Is that, okay, you, you, you can't just say I do this part of the business. You He essentially had you do every part of the business. That way, if somebody else came into the business, you knew exactly what part they were doing because... Uh, you were, were able to take every part of the business and know uh, firsthand how exactly to go out and do sales, how exactly to go out and set up um, a new account. Uh, every part of the business, you got to know every part of the business. And starting out, if you don't have an extreme amount of budget in order to start a business, it's you. The hat, the hat to do everything essentially is on you. And you need to know how to do that. Well, and something and, that we talk about in our modules are, for example, uh, creating that business plan. So these are all conversations that you can have ahead of time. Uh, I can remember with um, the uh, business that I started um, that I was a partner in, 
you know, we spent evenings, um, like I said, we were still working before we launched it. And so we spent evenings working on our business plan. And it's really, it was really important that we spelled everything out um, so that there weren't any legal ramifications later as well. Right, for sure. Because definitely lots of little tricky little things that can get in there when you're doing a business, that's for sure. There's things that you just don't think about that if you're working at a company and you, you don't really see the behind the scenes, there's a lot of little uh, intricates that are going on that you don't really um, that realize. Even if in our approach to marketing, you know, are you going to do natural uh, networking? Are you going to um, have, you know, business come to you through um, networking? Or are you going to pay for advertisements? You know, and a lot of that depends upon what your business is as well. You know, right. where uh, with my coaching and my consulting um for myself, a lot of that's come through networking network. Who do I know um, through my profile, my social media profiles, things like that. But, you know, you have to decide how, how uh, quickly do you want to get up and running at full steam? And so what can you invest in marketing as well? Right. And I would definitely say speaking to different, um, when you say you talk about marketing, so you're not only going to speak to one marketing, you may speak to three different marketing companies because you, you want to, um, you're trying to get, this is a new field. When you think about if you're going, say you're, you are going into a new field because you could be just be an employee of the field. You've decided to start your own business. You've decided to start a completely different business. It just depends what it is. So you need to get knowledgeable about whatever field that you're going into, if it happens to be a different field, or if you happen to be the owner now and not just an employee, it just depends on why it is that you're going into that um, business and what information that you need to know. It's all out there, especially nowadays. Everything you need to know is definitely out there. Our only job is to do one thing, and that's to help you find it, fill it, and be able to make it a success in your business. I think there's so much information out there that uh, you have to be able to weigh through what is quality information, what's accurate, uh, what's the best price for, for um, partnerships in terms of marketing and social media, et cetera. So, so really being able to trust the value you're receiving for the price you're paying. Um, and that's where it's helpful to have um, a support group with that. I, I think that can be overwhelming for an entrepreneur is, is figuring out, ooh, you know, am I paying too much for the service? You know, is, is it worth what it's, you know, is it as valuable as the uh, provider says it is? You know, so that's really understanding um, what that looks like as well, I think is an important part of, of starting a business. And there's also franchising. That's also <gasps> another avenue is the franchising, which is a, a franchise is essentially um, you're buying into somebody else's business, but it could be actually exactly the business that you wanted to start. However, you're not able to, you don't have to start it all from the beginning. You don't have to do everything. So it's a nice way to get into a business without having to do everything. And you get some assistance and they've actually been in the business for a while. So that's another way of getting into business is that it's to go into a franchise. And Lynn, you have experience with that. I don't. So I'd love to hear what you want to share uh, about franchises. 
Well, the, the advantage of, uh, so we did it both ways. Uh, we started a yogurt shop and we looked at franchising. We actually uh, took a trip and traveled down and, and went through the whole franchising process and, uh, you know, went through their, their program. And then when we came back, we decided that we wanted to go ahead and do our own business, make it our own model. And um, which was, that was good. And at times it was not good. And here's why. Okay. So the franchise, when you start with a franchise, they've um, narrowed it down. They have, at the time they had probably 10 franchises going at the same time. And so they were busy dialing it in. Okay, we need to do tweak this, tweak this. Whereas with us, we started, we had to come up with everything. We came up with a logo, we came up with a name, we came up with everything. So it was taking a, a franchise model and making it our own, which was kind of it was kind of neat. And actually, when people came in, they actually could not tell that we were not a franchise. Many people actually thought we were a franchise. Now, where it got kind of sticky is where it got down to for our um, pricing and for competition, because there ended up being quite a bit of competition in the same neighborhood. Well, it was hard for us to compete for the pricing and make it a lower price because we were just one shop. So we didn't weren't getting any discounts, or I should say we weren't getting as much discount as, say, um, a franchise that had 30 shops. See, they, had, they were able to get their product much cheaper than we were, so they were able to sell it cheaper than we were, which was uh, hurting our business. So that's something that we didn't, didn't think about when we were thinking about uh, pro-franchise or not franchise. So that's something you want to think about. It's about, yes, it's exciting to start your own, and it was neat to be able to, to come up with, we want to do this and have our own ideas. But at the same time, when the we wanted to compete a little harder and we really couldn't, we would have had to come up with quite a, quite a few different ideas. Uh, what we ended up doing is we ended up actually uh, a time in our life where we thought this was a perfect time to sell the business. So we ended up selling the business. But if we had stayed in the business, yes, we would have had to been a little more creative on our either marketing or something in order to compete on the same level with a franchise, other franchises, because there was actually two different franchises in that same uh, market. So it's something to think about because they do, they give you a lot that, uh, in terms of, um, and there's, there's 4,500 franchises that um, will address a state per year. So that's quite a few franchises to look at for sure wow. so that's one of the things that's why yes we're bringing it up because it's also something that we can address that we can speak about when it comes down to uh, franchising a business as well because that's a, a sticky little business as well getting into franchising the difference and the, the pros and the cons and the it definitely um legal terms and so forth and so on but yeah that's an option it's actually it's an absolute option if, I'm glad uh, you have that experience I think yes that's, yeah yes that, that'll be helpful for some <laughs> that people. experience yes yes <laughs> thank you Laura yeah <laughs> yeah another another avenue should I say yes another avenue Which but is, it is an option it's truly an option for people for sure you know, I think if anything, I want the takeaway I want folks to hear today is mm -hmm. I want as they're listening, I want them to hear that, you know, if you wait to the perfect 
opportunity. You wait for the perfect timing that you might be waiting a really long time, that sometimes you just have to jump in um, and take that chance. You have to take that leap of faith, so to speak. Um, because I certainly know, even with our podcast, if we waited until we would have a perfect podcast, uh, we'd still be waiting. And, uh, I think you had, you had shared and something I took to heart is an individual who, um, did, I think, and you can share more on this. Wasn't it like 200 podcasts before this person felt comfortable doing podcasts? Right. Um, so like, yes. Yeah. You know, we've been waiting a really long time. Uh, and so I'm glad that uh, we jumped in to sharing uh, our thoughts and and being here uh, for folks and, and knowing that, you know, there's no such thing as a perfect business. There's no such thing as a perfect um, service and that you really do learn and grow along the way. And when you do, are connected to others, when you can network, when you can find those uh, community connections and the partners, it can make a huge difference in just um, that sustainability. Yeah, oh, no, I know. I you definitely hit that on the head. I mean, if number one thing is to to get going. I mean, there's there's plenty, 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 plenty of a sea of people who will never ever get out of the gates, and you don't want that to be you. You want to get you want to get going. Just it's never going to be right the time, never going to be the right time. You have to make the time and just get started for sure. Yeah, because we would. Yeah, the the comment was he's a um, a specialist um, video now. And he said, I didn't feel comfortable till I had done at least 200 to 300 videos. Yeah, that's a lot of videos. So that was one of the things that I said, hey, you know, <laughs> number one, <laughs> number two. So yeah. So just, and, and, and don't worry about it. Just, just do what, just do you, just do you, if we can say anything at all, just do you and, and get on going and we'll support you any way we can. That's what we want to be. So Awesome. So until next time, be you, be real, and we'll see you then. Have a good day. <laughs>